Welcome to Because I Want to Know, the podcast where I interview guests about their crazy, unique occupations or life experiences. I'm your host, Leslie Fear. So let's get into it, shall we? Hey, everyone. Today I'm joined with Christina Curran. Yes, she is my resident psychic medium. It's been a minute since she's been on my podcast, and I'm so glad she's back. Welcome to the show, Christina. Thank you so much, Leslie. I'm so excited to be here. I always love being on your show. (laughs) You are so good. And uh, you resonate with so many of my listeners. I can't tell you Well, I think I have told you before, I get personal messages about anything that you and I talk about. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to have you back on. And this is kind of a, for lack of better terms, a love letter to my listeners, because I know that the world is just continuously getting more crazy as the dang days go by. And, and it's just, it's scary for some, it's making some people just a little crazy. And I thought, you know what, with the diseases and food shortages, and the climate change, natural disasters, even war, all that stuff's going on right now. And after a while, it, it can get to you. And I thought, you know, yeah, so I thought we'd just kind of start talking about how we can cope with this, what we can do about things that are going on right now, any predictions you might have or advice you can give me or guides can give us. Um, I'm all ears right now. So I'll just give the uh, mic to you. All right. Well, first off, I think that in this super intense time period that all of us are living in, one thing that each of us can take comfort in knowing is that we, and I'm hearing my own guide saying this now, is each of us chose to be here mm-hmm. in this particular moment in time, in history even. Right. And I know that for many of us, and myself included, in days where things seem really intense and even scary, that cannot seem like a lot of comfort. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. yeah, but in certain times like this, um, you know, I really seem to kind of fall back on that. And I often remind myself when I seem to, you know, be feeling a little bit anxious. I chose to be here, Christina. I chose to be here in this moment in time. And how can I be of service to the people around me? So that's what I try and remind myself every time I start to really get into my feelings (laughs) about what's going on right now. Um, But I can hear my own guides telling me right now to remind everyone also what we can start doing when we start feeling this anxiety and this fear kind of ramping up into our chest and in our physical body, whenever we see all of the super intense, you know, stuff going on around us, what my guides always remind me of is, Christina, what kind of experience do you want to have? They ask me that question all the time, wow. all day long. Yeah. What kind of experience do you want to have, Christina? And very often I'll say, I want to have a good experience. Right. <laughs> yeah. So they'll say, how can you be grounded and centered in this moment of chaos? How can you achieve that for yourself? And usually if I start reaching for going into meditation, going to the beach near my house and putting my feet into the sand, I can start to gain perspective on the things that are going on around me. Because, you know, that's the thing. The world is changing. None of us have any control over that. And it's never done it like this before. And I think that's where people are losing their grasp. I mean, I know I do when I when I send you messages at like four in the morning going, okay, my brain's working. What do you think of this? And then God bless you. You always answer me and you're always so delightful and, and so gracious to me. But yeah, there have been a couple times when you're like, you know what, listen, your perception of how you handle things will be your reality. And it took you a couple times to tell me that before I was like, oh, that's that. Oh, I could wake up and say I'm going to have a crappy day 
and I will, or I can wake up and say it's going to be a good day, and I just have a good day. It's truly perception, right? Right. Now, I will say that, you know, don't get me wrong. I think that a lot of people in the spiritual community tend to, and no shade to anyone who does this, um, but I think that because things are so intense right now, many people just can't handle facing a lot of what's happening around us. So they engage in a lot of cognitive dissonance. And that's totally okay. I think that it's a safety mechanism for our brains in a lot of respect to have to engage into a certain degree of cognitive dissonance. But like my guides remind me of very often, nothing changes without it being acknowledged and recognized by the collective energy. Mm -hmm. So a lot of what we're experiencing now also is, A lot of these quote unquote evils in the world, you know, and bad things that are happening around us, they're truly have been going on for forever. And we're just now seeing them and recognizing them and acknowledging them within the collective energy. And in order for them to change, that has to take place first. So a lot of this intensity that we're feeling is quite literally that it's us having our awareness brought to these things that are happening that have never been acknowledged prior to this point. Wow. And that has to do with this huge awakening, don't you think? Right, right, exactly. Wow. Okay. Because like I said, I mean, you turn on the news and it's never good news. It's never anything good unless they throw in the story at the very end for, you know, the four seconds they give it. And then we're right back to, you know, natural disasters and food shortages and there's another virus and you're just like overwhelmed and and you know and I know sometimes I just have to turn the tv off do you kind of suggest that too or what else do you think would be a a coping mechanism so I think that's a good practice to do obviously is really limit the amount of news that you're watching however I will say um and you know I can hear my guide saying this right now It's important, obviously, to stay informed about what's going on around us as well, because, you know, for anyone who's living in the United States right now, there's lots of changes politically going on as well. And I think with as much oppression that stems from political you know, views and laws that are being put into place, again, it's very important to stay well informed so that we don't, you know, all of a sudden wake up five years from now and say, what the heck happened? Because we've stopped turning on the news. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that's my thing. Sometimes I just kind of, I just kind of back away for a day, maybe, maybe two, if I'm, usually it's on a weekend if I don't watch it because the the news just doesn't come on at the normal time. So it's easy for me to miss the news over the weekends. And that just gives me kind of a refresher. But I don't watch the morning news, the afternoon news, the evening news. I just watch one of those. I used to kind of watch all of them. And now I, because I love knowing what's going on in the world. I don't think you have to have that much news. Right. (laughs) You know, it's like what my guides often tell me too. Like if something big enough happens in the world, Christina, you're going to find out about it without the news being on 24 seven. Yeah. You know, people are going to tell us what's happening, you know, with the social media being in play and being able to kind of access people, you know, with our phones and at the touch of our fingertips, we're going to find out one way or another. But again, I think it's like what you said too our perception is everything. So it's like what you said, if we get up first thing in the morning and we think, oh my gosh, this world is just falling apart and in shambles all around us. There's nothing good going on in the world right now. That will be our perception. And the universe will oblige us in what we think and feel and experience. So that will start to become our reality as we go about our day. That's true. And you know, there's so many people that are so on one side of the street or on the other side of the street. There's hardly anybody meeting in the middle. And that's a whole other issue I think a lot of people are dealing with, um, even in their family members. 
And that's a hard thing to deal with. What do you, what's your advice on that? Should we just uh, get rid of the toxic environment? Do we just have more grace with people? What do you think? So I think that this is a really tough question to answer as well. (laughs) I think that a lot of the issues that are going on in the world right now are human rights issues. Um, And a lot of the oppression that we're seeing in our world right now stems from those issues. So to take the stance of to kind of just basically stand in the middle and say that you're going to achieve, you know, this neutral stance when a lot of this oppression stems again from kind of these different types of evils that are going on within the world. I think that that would have been easier maybe five, 10, even 15 years ago. But now because things are so in your face and you can't ignore them anymore, you know, you can't just say to someone, okay, well you believe that about a certain group of people will agree to disagree. I don't think that we're to that point anymore. It's not that easy anymore. Right. And I think that, having these difficult conversations with people as these topics arise are very important because again, like we said earlier, nothing changes without it being acknowledged. So if we have, you know, a verbal disagreement with someone, or perhaps if something is misunderstood, acknowledging it and addressing it in that moment without letting it go. And, you know, having perhaps a false perception of someone, you know, when really they just needed to clarify themselves. I think that by giving people, a little bit more grace than perhaps we would have in the past is very important right now. But also, again, not turning a blind eye to some things that are going on as well. I totally agree because, and I also think if you're having these conversations, guys, and it doesn't matter which side of the fence you're on, it doesn't matter. I don't care about that. I do care about everyone, like Christina said, giving everyone else that may not agree with you grace and just listening to their side, even if you absolutely 100% disagree with them. They have a right to believe what they believe. Now, if you go in with grace and loveliness and thoughtfulness and and really engage with them, guess what? You might actually make them think twice and make them, if nothing else, go away and think again about something that they never, ever thought they would do that with. You know, they never thought they would maybe go to that side of the fence. You know, each of us are in different spaces of our journey as well. So where we might perceive someone as having an incorrect perception or viewpoint about someone else. I was that same person 15 years ago when I had first left my parents' house. So again, each of us play our part in this matrix that we all live in. You know, we all are playing a particular role. And I think, again, like what Leslie said and what I said, by giving each other a little bit of extra grace, even when we're having these difficult conversations, this helps each of us kind of lift that small box off of our consciousness and awareness and sends us away, again, thinking a little bit deeper about the interactions that we've had. Okay, you know, if you have a difficult conversation with someone and it doesn't turn into a screaming match, and that person is used to having a screaming match with people, because they have different viewpoints as them, a person's going to walk away and say, wow, that was a different way of interacting with people. Right. I'm used to having to fight and, you know, fight to convey my viewpoints. That person gave me the space and gave me the grace to say things, even though they don't agree with me. Right. And we were able to walk away and hold each other in that place of respect, even though they don't agree with the things that I do. Right. That is my overall goal when I go into the collective. And I know I'm not perfect, 
but I also know if I met with perhaps something that, you know, like what people reference is kind of like a Karen moment where, you know, we're seeing people kind of having these meltdowns mm-hmm. in our, you know, everyday reality. How can we give them a little bit of extra grace and propel them into the next now moment of their, you know, journey? Right. Well, isn't that what morality is all about? Humanity. Right. Yeah. And, and understanding everyone's point of view, regardless of how you feel about it. There's just something about letting someone talk and getting it out. And then maybe sometimes even hearing themselves say the words and going even internally going, oh my gosh, I actually said these things out loud. And do I really believe this? Or was I just taught this my whole life? Right. It's funny, my guides, this was probably, you know, several years ago, but I used to get really amped up when I would talk to people about, you know, my beliefs. Um, And if they didn't hold the same beliefs as me, very often I would feel like I had to basically like convey this case of why they should believe the same things that I do. Right. And my guides very often would say, Christina, you know, people are going to have different beliefs as you and that's okay. But the thing is, that's what makes us think. That's what makes us unite. That's what makes us if nothing else, uh, depart from other people. Um, Because everybody's journey is their own, regardless of what you do or what you planned or whatever. Everybody's whole journey is why this world revolves around the sun. That's the whole reason we're all here. And uh, like I said, I don't ever feel good when I see those Karens like on TikTok or Instagram. That's never fun to watch somebody just go off on another person. I feel it's just so negative to me, although I still want to watch and see what happens because every now and then they change their minds. Hardly ever. But a lot of times, you know, you, you want them to change their minds and they don't. And you're right back to square one. And this is the whole reason I'm doing this podcast. Guys, we got to stop being so in our boxes. We've got to start opening up and 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 listening to each other. If nothing else, just be human with each other and give everybody some space and to hold their beliefs, to hold their opinions, to express everything that they have the right to express, especially if they're your family or they're your best friends or whatever. And when you lose somebody so precious to you because they are not listening and they really have my way is the only way, that's when maybe you have to let go. And, and it's sad to say that. And maybe eventually you can come back together but I do feel a lot more people doing that than than the other right now. Right, right. And you know, I'm here, my guides. So basically, what they tell me often is, what kind of experience do you want to have? But when I'm out in the collective, and perhaps I hear somebody say something that I don't agree with, very often, my guides will remind me, Christina asked them, what do you mean by that? That's been a life changing, you know, phrase right. in terms of clarifying really difficult conversations with people, at least within the last several years for me, asking someone if in that moment, what do you mean by that? Can you explain yourself a little bit or just saying, do you mind elaborating a little bit? Because very often our language is so limited. We might perceive or think that we're being conveyed a particular thing and we're misinterpreting what that person is saying. So by asking them, hey, can you clarify yourself? especially if you know that what that person is saying is not super great by them just hearing themselves say what they're thinking out loud again often gives that person just a little bit extra perspective by them again speaking those words and hearing what they're saying very often can kind of turn them around into a different direction it's almost like self-conviction right right (laughs) right well you know like one of my guides very often will say sometimes we don't realize 
how ridiculous something that we're saying or thinking is until we say it out loud. And then we're like, what the heck am I thinking? Like, that's ridiculous. (laughs) And it's natural to be a product of your environment. I get that, guys. I was. Christina was. We all were, you know. And if you want to stay where you were always and always will be, that's that's fine, too. That's your choice. But I'm talking to the people that really, really want more peace in this world because I think if we can get a few people, even if the people that listen to my podcast... Just thinking about other people's feelings, you know, and not always thinking your way is the right way. And uh, that'll help. But let me ask you this, Christina. Since you are a psychic medium, do you have any predictions for the rest of the year uh, with the world? Ooh, all right. Let's ask my guides about that. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I I just kind of sprung that on you. Yeah. So in terms of that, I feel like, all right, I'm hearing my guides saying that we're definitely going to see some big changes again through uh, the different political parties within the United States. Um, And I'm also hearing them saying that we might see some changes as well um, in some different countries as well. Like they're showing me what looks like Europe and England. And I feel like they just had a change in their prime minister, if I'm not mistaken. Um, But I feel like there might be some turnover in terms of some changes in political leaders. I do feel like some of these illnesses might get a bit more intense in terms of the things pandemic wise that are hitting the collective. Mm -hmm. We might even see another resurgence of COVID just in some different strains is what they're saying. Um, I am hearing them saying though, in terms of these different illnesses, as long as we are taking the same precautions and you know, obviously Leslie, you can leave this in if you want to, if we are being safe and taking the precautions that we always did prior, um, then, you know, we're going to, coast through those as we did prior in, you know, the beginning of COVID and the pandemic. I will say I do feel like things are going to get much more intense in terms of the energy of the collective. Like they're showing me basically like this image of a pressure cooker. Mm. Um, So it might get a little bit more intense, but I'm hearing them saying in the same respect, all of these things we are going to see at a distance and it's not going to touch all of us. Very often with fear and what we perceive as being something that is fearful and fear-based, very often we think that those things are going to directly impact us and have a direct impact on us in the immediate future. And they're saying very often for much of the collective, some of these things are still just going to be seen at a distance. It's not going to personally affect many of us, if that makes sense. That's that's nice to hear, especially people that are, if you're listening to my podcast, more than likely you're a little bit more awakened than most people uh, that would not be at all interested in my podcast. So there's the help right there. But so that's kind of the world thing. Are you seeing any like natural disasters, any, you know, those kinds of things that we need to kind of keep in our back burner? So I will say with natural disasters, I feel like we might have a little bit of an intense hurricane season this year. Um, And I will say that Probably the biggest thing that I won't say makes me fearful, but makes me nervous is climate change. Climate change is probably the biggest thing that gives me anxiety. Um, So I think that we are going to see some changes in terms of perhaps some natural disasters throughout the world. Um, But I don't get the feeling like this is something that's going to like, at least right now within the next five to 10 years, I don't feel like our earth is like going to crack open and disintegrate in on itself. That makes (laughs) sense. You know, (laughs) I feel like these are going to be kind of isolated, different situations throughout the world. But again, I think like what I'm hearing my guide saying, our perception will become our reality. So Mm -hmm. how can we start putting in healing into mother earth 
Right. How can we start contributing to the healing process of Mother Earth as opposed to taking from her? How can we start achieving those things? Right. I mean, Mother Earth is exhausted. Let's just all call it what it is. I mean, God bless her. I mean, you know, and, and my thing with this whole climate change thing, too, is um, I think there's enough time. We can probably reverse a lot of these effects if we just all put our heads together to find out, hey, instead of uh, one person taking that trip, let's carpool and everybody go at one time instead of everybody taking different cars or... Or, you know, maybe not buying those straws or maybe, you know, only buying paper products and no plastic, that kind of stuff. You know, if we all started kind of thinking that way and recycling more, that nothing else, that's something we can do as a collective on our own without even doing anything else. But if you want to volunteer and maybe clean up the beaches or clean up the highway systems, you know, along the grassy areas, um, anything that we can do and you feel led to do, hey, don't let anything stop you. You know, like you said, I think that being mindful about how we can basically, you know, put healing and not take away from Mother Earth. Um, You know, and I think also that goes into how can we stop contributing to these big corporations that have such a negative carbon footprint and impact on Mother Earth? Um, You know, those are big things that are contributing to climate change and how mother earth is so greatly impacted. Um, So I think that these are all part of those big conversations. How can we start putting our best green foot forward um, so that we can cherish mother earth? Cause like, you know, many of us have heard, there is no planet B, you know, this is the only one that we got. <laughs> no, and it's true. And, you know, with, with these climate changes, there's a reason why we're having food shortages as far as fresh fruit and produce, those kinds of things. I know that in Texas, we haven't had rain in almost 60 days. Not a drop of rain at DFW Airport. That's where they report where I live. Not a drop of rain in 60 days. No rain at all. And uh, we're in the very dramatic drought area right now. And I don't know how many of my listeners know this, but back in 2009, we had a big fire out at our ranch. And we only had a little mobile home up at the time, but uh, there was a big fire out there. And we lost everything. 95% of our acreage was burned. 35 acres. Now, a lot of the big trees were okay, you know, because my husband kept everything mowed. But I don't want this thing to happen again. And we can't control the rain, obviously. But boy, humans are just a disaster zone for Mother Earth. And we've just got to do other things that we can to change. And I don't know if that means electric cars either, because they got to burn coal to make electricity. So I don't even know what the answers are. I just know that little things that you can do right now would only help. But what do you think about war and all those things? Do you think the uh, Ukraine war might subside a little bit? What do you think about those or or war here? Mm, So I think that we're kind of already in like a little civil war within the United States. Um, You know, I think that an unofficial kind of civil war is going on between, you know, this great divide that we have within our country and kind of throughout the world. And, you know, I'm hearing my guide saying, how can each of us start tiptoeing or, you know, backing away from this front line of arguing and fighting with each other. How can we start moving away from that and starting to bridge this gap? And is it bridgeable? Because I think with some folks, it might not be bridgeable because of their specific types of beliefs. Um, But I think for many of us out there, all of us, I think, or the majority of us are working towards a common goal. And that goal is that each of us have the most positive experience we possibly can have on our journey here on earth. So with that said, how can we hold each other again in a state of love? How can we hold each other in a state of value and compassion, even if we don't agree with certain things that people say? 
how can we still walk away from that situation, making that person think, okay, they didn't treat me like so many others have treated me. How can I hold each other, you know, in the state of love? That's what I've been trying to work on here, at least in terms of doing my part. How can I do my part to remove this great divide that we have? Um, So that's what I've been working on here at home. In terms of abroad, I do get the feeling like some of those things going on within the Ukraine and Russia might intensify, um, you know, as the year goes on. My hope is that I'm wrong, um, but I do believe that might continue. Yeah, I I was afraid you were going to say that because I just feel like, you know, we're not going to have any resolution until something even worse than what's happening happens. And I I don't know what that is. But what you were saying before, it's almost like if we give each other grace, we can raise that vibration, that negative vibration that it just seems to be circulating around all of us right now, right? Right, right. Well, and I think too, like, I think there's this perception that you know, when people have different beliefs than us, we just kind of throw them out, you know, throw the baby out with the bathwater. And I think there's a big distinction to make here. I think that there are some folks here on the earth plane right now that truly have no wish to change their mindset now. And their mindset might be very harmful in terms of the way that they perceive people, the way that they perceive certain races of people. Their viewpoint might be very harmful in terms of how they view the world, and they might not have any desire to change that. That's not the folks I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, right, right. That's not the folks I'm talking about. We're talking about people that, and I understand what you're saying. Uh, we're talking about people that are just not even treating humans like humans. And this is this is about humanity. This is just about guys. This is just about people being good to people. And we're all human. I don't care what color your skin is. I don't care what your religion is. I don't care. We're all humans and we've got to start treating each other like humans. I don't understand how we just got away from that so badly. I I don't get it. Well, there's this perception, I think, too, within at least here in the United States, that if you don't believe exactly the way that I do, if you don't worship the same God that I do, then you're not who you should be. You're evil. You are worshiping the devil. You know, there's this perception that. You know, there's lots of religious kind of judgment going on here, especially right now in this current time that we're in. Um, And truly, like, this is exactly why we left England. (laughs) You know, like... It's happening all over again. I know. Yeah, it's happening all over again. History is repeating itself. So again, before we get too far into it, how can we stop? How can we kind of about face and turn around and how can we start holding each other in a different light and treasuring each other and bridging this large gap. So I'm hearing my guide saying this. So when we meet someone for the first time and we've never met them before, we don't have any idea about that person's political beliefs, their religious beliefs. We don't even have any, you know, perception of what their morality is. We're just meeting that person. We should still in that moment be gracious and compassionate and hold that person in a state of empowerment, just like we would want to be held, you know? So it's only when we start talking to people that we start getting into these more, you know, difficult topics about people's personal beliefs, their personal beliefs regarding religion, their morality. And this stuff is what starts pulling at our own judgments and perceptions of people. So what if we just skipped over that part? What if we just, you know, at least as a starting point, Before we dive into these hard topics, 
when we're meeting people, can't we just hold people in a state of kindness right. and yeah. love and compassion? Because we don't know all that other stuff yet. Well, and it's true. Actions speak louder than words. If you're giving someone every, every ounce of your attention, and if we're listening and not condescending about it, and just really holding that person with all the regard you can, they're going to listen to what you have to say, because it's respectful. And you're, you're going to listen to them if they do the same with you. Will you always, always come up with the same exact opinions? No. And, and that's not really what we're talking about. All we're talking about is everybody just giving everybody else a space to talk and debate things. And if that means you walk away and you go, hmm, I never thought about it like that. Maybe I should rethink that. Or, hmm, didn't think those words were going to come out of my mouth. And now I'm rethinking everything. Hmm, I was brought up a certain way. And maybe that wasn't the best way for me now. Because I, I don't think that way anymore. I was just reiterating it because that's all I know. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That's not to say, you know, again, like we're never going to have disagreements right. again. That we're never going to have tough conversations that need to be had. That's not to say that. But I think that the way that we handle those moments and the way that we come back to each other and say, hey, you know, I'm not perfect. I'm still working on myself. Can we do this over? Can we start again? You know, being able to kind of break through our own pride and our own feelings of kind of being in our feelings in that moment, um, I think also is very telling of who we are and how we're learning as people as well. I mean, and admitting that you're wrong sometimes. Right, right. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and not that I'm always right or wrong all the time, but I've been wrong so many times, you know, and, and I, yeah, <laughs> and, and I have evolved so much from, from even probably five years ago, I've evolved that much. 10 years ago, I wasn't even the same person. And, you know, a lot of it's because of this podcast and the people I speak with, but also it's just, you just evolve past a certain thing when you are exposed to news or you are exposed to people that are very close-minded. Things start clicking even without you knowing it. And all of a sudden you're, you're doing things you never thought you'd be doing. I mean, I'm doing something that I never thought I'd be doing um, because I'm in the Bible belt. And there's a lot of people, even my family members who think that this is of the devil. I even had a handwritten letter, actually a typed written letter from someone in my family who said, this stuff was of the devil. And that would have hurt my feelings a long time ago. All it did is empower me. And all it did was make me go, okay, that situation will never change with that person. And that is a toxic situation that I will never ever allow myself to be in. That is their right to think the way they do. And I'm fine with that. I will not expose myself. And I will not limit the things that make me tick the things that make me want to talk about certain things. You know, uh, right. I, I'm not going to let someone tell me because I think psychic abilities are amazing and God given, tell me they're of the devil. I am not going to allow someone to tell me that tarot reading or mediumship or near death experiences are all of the devil. And that is very single minded. And I'm going to get very soapboxy here, but it's a bunch of crap. And I'm here to just say, I will never, ever let someone limit something that I feel very strongly and I always have my entire life. And when I'm continuously drawn to this kind of subject matter, whether it's psychic mediums, tarot readers, near-death experiencers, anybody like that, that have an otherworldly kind of background, that is fascinating to me. And there's not enough people talking about this. And I think it's God-given. And if I can actually move past that veil and speak with my mom whenever I want, it's not a bunch of crap. And it's an absolute real thing. And I will not allow anyone to tell me it's not. 
Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I think when we have experiences like that, like I'm hearing my own guides saying this, you know, whenever we have an experience like that, where someone from our family or our friend circle kind of comes for us, quote unquote, and tells us what they think we should do, or basically like unloads some judgment on us about a particular aspect of our life that we really love. Right. Again, I think that that really says more about that person than it ever does about us. Um, and it says about that person in terms of kind of where they are in their journey as well. And I will say again, like what Leslie said earlier, I've lived that part of my journey growing up in the Southern Baptist church. I've lived a very judgmental part of my journey where I imparted a lot of judgment on a lot of people. And, you know, again, not to say that every Southern Baptist experiences that because I'm, you know, there was very many lovely people in the Southern Baptist church. But in my experience, you know, whether we were going witnessing door to door or basically coming down on a friend, you know, around us from, you know, whatever experience that we were having at that point, it was judgment and we were disempowering people. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And I think that, again, just by getting to know people and showing respect for people's way of living shows so much more about our hearts than any word that we could ever say to them. Right. So. Right. And I, I love what you just said. Well, Christine, you have been amazing. And I I want you to tell everybody about yourself, what they can expect if they have a reading from you and uh, give us all the stuff. Absolutely. So if you go to my TikTok or if you go to christinathemedium.com, you can find my list of services on my website. Um, I help people meet their own spirit guides. I introduce people to their spirit team. We also do lots of intuitive mentorship and coaching, as well as Reiki certification and Reiki sessions. Nice, nice. Yeah, guys, she's got a great YouTube channel, too. And I'm going to put her information on my show notes, as usual. And uh, girl, thank you again. Um, I will have you on again for a Halloween episode coming up. So I will talk to you soon. Awesome. Thank you so much, Leslie. Loved being here. Well, I love providing because I want to know at no cost. So if you like what you heard, please leave me a five-star review or you can just buy me a cup of coffee. It's kind of like a Patreon, but you don't have a monthly subscription and you can give whatever you feel led to give. I am a one-woman show and I do all of my scheduling and my interviewing and my editing. So just know your support is so greatly appreciated. And one more thing, I am a paranormal romance novelist and you can find all of my books on Amazon. Just look up my name. I'm very easy to find. Thank you guys again and I will see you next week.